0: dave and doreen the morning klh doreen's on vacation jessup ricebeck in the doreen chair jessup of course from cbs 58 milwaukee's hometown tv station on milwaukee's hometown rock today it's it's the
1: collision of hometowns yeah we got a lot of
0: hometowns going on here (laughs) and uh your hometown wisconsin rapids would you say
1: uh so people ask me where i'm from you know i grew up i moved from wisconsin rapids when i was five so i grew up okay. in irvine california so, gotcha um irvine california would be i guess my hometown but uh as far as you know roots i mean it's california and it's wisconsin oh no once sure, so. you're from wisconsin rapids you're from wisconsin, <laughs> you're from rapids, wisconsin rapids. rapids oh yeah uh, yeah so go you, cool you, red raiders you were a
0: sports reporter though when you first came out right yeah. of, of college
1: yep yep uh you know that's all i ever wanted to be growing up you know I uh, the story of so many kids, you know, I can't tell you how many hours I spent, uh, you know, on my couch and in in this chair right in front of the TV watching Sports Center um, and doing that. So uh, it's all I ever wanted to do. It's all I ever wanted to be. Went to uh, Arizona State for uh, for broadcasting at the Walter Cronkite School. Um, <laughs> he uh yeah yeah the school was great and I you know graduated from there and I my first you know I got my job in Warsaw, and I was a sports anchor reporter which again another reason why it was the best job out of college was because you know as a 22 year old kid if you will you know I'm in the locker room of the Packers you know going to all How the cool games is that? it was you know usually when you're in First job out of college you're covering high school gymnastics and high school sports all not that sport. there's anything wrong with that no and which but, i which i covered a ton of and i enjoyed right, thoroughly right. um in the in central wisconsin you know you but the point is you're you're usually covering you're not covering professional sports in Correct. a manner that you're in the locker room talking to these guys you know talking to Favre and driver and all these packers on a day-to-day basis um as a 22 year old kid so that was amazing um and then i went to syracuse new york um for like three years doing sports and then back to california doing sports and then the job uh here in milwaukee at fox six uh the competition now um came up and i had no for a morning anchor and they they got a hold of my agent and i had filled in a little bit in the mornings um in california when i was doing sports so they my agent just put together a reel without me knowing it and then started sending it out oh so Milwaukee called and I had no interest in taking and getting out of sports because it's all I ever wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I had gone to um, Bristol, Connecticut and interviewed at ESPN a couple times and they kept saying like, oh, you know, uh, this was like 2008, nine when mm-hmm. the economy was not good. So they're like, oh, we're under a hiring freeze. You know, you're on the top of our list. So I sat around a long time hoping to get to ESPN and then I got a baby on the way. So I got this interview out in Milwaukee and I was like, well, shoot, I have a baby on the way. It's a good pay raise. I don't want to leave sports. But then I flew out here. My parents were like, ah, just go to Milwaukee. The worst case scenario, you get a free dinner and you meet some nice people and you go out for an interview and you, you know, learn and grow. And I was like, okay, cool. Came out here and then saw, you know, my vision, their vision for my role, their vision for the morning show. And it kind of just became a no brainer that I need to give this a shot. And uh, did it and then got out of sports and into news and into the morning news scene and absolutely loved it. And then, uh, yeah, I've been in news ever since. And now I'm the evening anchor at CBS 58, which is uh, an absolute, uh, you know, dream job. For What's me.
0: the difference besides the lack of sleep when you have a morning <laughs> show? What, Like from your approach yeah, doing the evening news versus doing the morning?
1: Sure. Yeah, You know, morning shows are, you know, four or five hours long. So it's a lot more time on the desk um it's a lot uh you have a lot more opportunity to have fun if you will uh you have guests in studio which is always pretty fun and you have uh you know more time to show personality um you know evening news is um I don't want to call it rigid because we definitely make moments where we are able to you know show personality and have fun but there's a lot less time obviously because the 10 o'clock newscast or the five o'clock newscast is only 30 minutes long. Right. Whereas in the mornings you have four or five hours to, to have that. So, uh, the opportunities are, are less, but, um, as far as, you know, the personality and the fun, if you will, mm-hmm. and morning, you know, morning's more built for that. Um, but yeah, the evening news has been, uh, has been just awesome. And we're, we're doing some great things over there.
0: You are doing great things. I like the approach, yeah. the Jesse Garcia, yep. former sports reporter. Exactly. And yep. yet another competitive station. Right, right. Yeah? Yep. She was yeah, on TMJ4 uh, from years ago yeah. and she's yep. your news director.
1: She is the news director now. Yeah. And she's come in, uh, she Completely kind of revamped uh, her alongside our general manager is a woman named Ann Brown, who also used to be at a competitor and yeah. now, now came over, who is just a, a, an amazing woman. Um, and they've come in um, and, and just revamped the place as far as culture, as far as uh, mindset, as far as, you know, how we how we collect our news and how we cover the news, um, being the hometown station. And uh, yeah, we, we've put together and they formulated a, a really, really good team and uh, they continue to do so.
0: I saw where you flew with the Blue Angels. (laughs) I did that too. I had a chance to fly with the Blue Angels. Mine's like 30 years ago though. So I was a young man at the time. Sure. Uh, I remember so many things about it. The one thing I remember most though is that I was proud that I did not throw up in the actual plane. (laughs) Same. I was okay (laughs) until about 24 hours later. My wife loves to tell the story about how I was bragging on myself and then came into work the next day, did the radio show. And literally, like, 24 hours later, she catches me sitting on the couch looking very uh, peaked. Off. Off. (laughs) Like, you know, really pale and, like, starting to feel kind of nauseous. I don't know. Did you get sick in the plane or? No. No. My
1: experience, though, is very, very similar to yours, Dave. Um, Rode with them. And it was, for me, it was literally, you know, a dream of a lifetime. I grew up watching the Blue Angels at the – Air show down in Southern California, um, it just was always fascinating. I mean, they are unbelievable yeah. machines, as you know, and every, as you know, everyone knows. But no, I did not throw up either. They give you the bag in case you they do, do. It while you're in the when while you're in the jet, and I didn't use it, and it was like my kind of badge of honor, like oh, I didn't right. throw up. Yeah, but once I landed, excuse me, and once I got on solid ground again, your body is just yeah. They they told me I think going in. Excuse me. um, That it's gonna feel like the hardest two-hour workout you've ever done, and I wouldn't necessarily call it that. I was just once you got back on solid ground, you're just off, and you're just it was just right. weird. Like it's hard to describe. But as I'm driving home, thankfully I kept the bag. I didn't get rid of it because as I'm driving across the Hone Bridge, you had to use it. I while while driving. Oh my god! Couldn't pull over. I was in. You know, I was wow. on a bridge. So I literally, as I'm driving, had to use the bag. Oh. It was it was rough. It was rough. And for like the next 24 to 48 hours, you just feel weird. You can't believe
0: how athletic these pilots oh are. My
1: oh, yeah. It is a, and, and here's what's so amazing
0: about it is like when they come in and I don't know how they, things have clearly changed since I did it and you did it. But they the day before they give you this briefing and they come in and you're looking at them and all the guys – and there, I know there are women now, but at the time they were just all guy pilots. Right. Yep. They're all like five, six, five, seven, like 140 pounds. And you're thinking, okay. <laughs> and then you see them in action and it's like beyond impressive. Like you can't even articulate how amazing it is what they do physically and mentally.
1: A hundred percent. I mean, you because you and I get off and we're wrecked for two days yeah and they' that was just you know an hour in the day's work of them and they could do that all day I I did pass out if you, if you haven't seen that video um he knocked me out at like 7.2 G's and they do it they there's a there's a science behind it and they kind of read your personality and see kind of what experience you're looking for and they could tell I was all in and I told them I was all in I was like I wanted I want the full experience you know so going up he knew that And then they do different maneuvers to build up the G's, you know. Mm -hmm. So it starts at least like does a maneuver. He's like, "Oh, that was five G's. Good job." And I was like, "He's like, you want to do more?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah," you know. And I could tell he's probably like, "Okay, it's your it's your time to go to sleep." (laughs) You know, you want to do this maneuver, and I said, "Sure." He's like, "Okay, remember the hick maneuver." And it's like that breathing technique. Yeah, you got to (laughs) go. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, right. To try to keep the blood uh, from leaving your brain, and he pulled those G's. At like 7 2, and I was knocked out. And the video is r- hilarious um, looking back on it. But to the point of these guys being amazing athletes, as I'm unconscious in the back of this guy's jet, he's just talking to me, like, hey, yeah. Jessup, you okay? You yeah. okay? Like, they just do this routine like it right. is an absolute walk in the park, and they are destroying, you know, normal yeah. civilians in the back of the jet. And that's
0: exactly what it is for them. It is a walk in the park. Yeah. Not a big deal at all.
1: They are trained, trained athletes.